Hello there, and welcome to the Local Legends New England podcast, where we talk about ghost stories, witchy tales, and cursed Yankees. I'm your host, Kyle Newton, and tonight I take you back to the North Road that connects New Hampshire to Maine. Most people are well aware of the Salem witch trials during America's colonial days. Order! The time women were burned or drowned under false claims of devilry through witchcraft. Nowadays, it's well aware, most of these poor women were wealthy in land and were caught in a vicious law system that took away all they owned, once accused of being a witch. Many were put to death, with few being able to beat the colonial court system so heavily embedded in Christianity. New Hampshire is no stranger to their own share of witch trials, with its most famous witch being Eunice Cole, the only woman legally labeled as one under the state's court of law. However, there were many of these poor women who never received a trial and were still branded as a witch. The truly unfortunate souls were those who never got a fair trial. Our story takes us back to 1692. What we know as New England was nothing but small settlements peppered between swaths of pine and birch trees. In northern New Hampshire, the town of Shelburne stretched from the main border up to what is now known as Gorham, New Hampshire. Although there were governors and loyal representatives that worked to keep rule and order in these small settlements, if enough of the townsfolk didn't agree with the law, they'd enforce their own which is the heart of this very folktale. A warm breeze greeted the end of Sunday's church sermon. As Father Richard attempted to step outside, he noticed the flock of people forming just beyond the church's entrance. He found himself nudging his way through the throng. Each step forced him to speak louder over the crowd. Is everything all right? Pardon me, I say. Is everything all right? Father Richard's brown robes broke through the far side of the crowd before anyone answered him. It's... it's the witch, Father Richard. Father Richard felt a chill run down his spine. His feet planted to the earthen floor. What do you mean, witch? A man approached Father Richard and gestured to a small wooden home beyond the way. From what the priest could see, a young woman stood in front of her house beneath a cluster of thin birch trees. Next to the young woman sat an elderly woman Father Richard recognized from previous church sermons. The younger of the two handled a bowl, dabbing at the elderly woman's forehead. After some time, she replaced the wet cloth with a thin ring of herbs around the sitting woman's head. Father Richard had seen enough. And what about this makes either one a witch? The angered man waved his Bible at Father Richard with one hand as he slapped its cover with his other. She defies God with her witchcraft and how she tries to heal members of our village. People around the angered man nodded and agreed. Father Richard rose in open hand, 
silencing the crowd. At ease, Stephen. Perhaps, because of how far away we are, we do not quite understand what is being done. I have seen enough to know she has relations with the devil, Father. The crowd returned to support Stephen with louder cheers of encouragement. Father Richard looked to the budding trees and the new grass with its bright spring greenery around him. Flowers shook in the gentle breeze, freeing a thin yellow dust from their centers. The snow has only recently melted away from our little town. Many people here are still afflicted by ailments of the cold. As I've said, perhaps we just misunderstand this newcomer. Whispers crawled throughout the crowd and into Father Richard's ear. I hear she turns the very air into different colors. Some say if you breathe in such air, you have specters of fire and brimstone breathing from your mouth. The murmurs around Father Richard grew and emerged to the crowd. He tried to escape them, stepping around Stephen last. Enough of this! Enough! Please! Father Richard stood upon a small rock, jutting out from the ground so he could get a better look at his entire flock. Please, enough! Enough, I said! I shall go and show you this newcomer to our town means to give us nothing more but the best of her intentions. Stephen watched Father Richard step down from his rock and then toward the woman's home. The young man reached out for the priest. Father Richard! Father, what are you doing? Father Richard's quickened pace frightened Stephen from getting too close to the strange woman's yard. I am doing what we should have done in the first place, Stephen. Welcoming the newcomer. Father Richard continued his way over the grassy knoll to the small house of wooden stone that the young woman stood in front of. By the time Father Richard had approached her, the elderly woman had wandered down the path further into town. A wreath of flowers still remained around her head. With her back turned, the elderly woman never saw the narrowed eyes burning into her from the church. Father Richard waved to the young woman, hoping to distract her from anyone else's lingering gaze. Greetings! My name is Father Richard. I am the local priest of our Lord of Fatherly Light. The woman turned away before eyeing Father Richard from head to foot. Her dark eyes strayed away to the crowd of people staring back at her, clustered far from behind the priest. Greetings. My name is Sarah. Is there something I may help you with? Her snappy question caused Father Richard to bite his tongue. He looked back at the crowd forming. His narrowed glare forced many of them to cast their stare down or in another direction. That is, until he would turn back to address Sarah. My apologies. <clears throat> but I, I realize I have not welcomed you to this town since you moved here a few days back. Sarah eased her tense shoulders. She faced the priest, doing her best not to look at the reddened faces over his shoulder. My... my thanks. Is that all? 
Father Richard shrugged. His fingers played with the long sleeves of his robe as he thought over the words he wished to say. His eyes dashed back and forth in search of the appropriate words. He gestured to the elderly woman, still seen walking down the road. It appears that some of the members of my church, they, well, they, uh, before Father Richard could get another word out, he was presented with a carved wooden bowl. Warm steam rose up from the clear water sloshing around inside. I believe I know what this is about. Tell me, what does this smell like to you? Father Richard hesitated, then looked back down into the bowl. He closed his eyes and took in two soft inhales. His head perked up at the flowery scent. This smells like... (laughs) Lilacs and... Perhaps something bitter. Sarah lowered the bowl and nodded, satisfied with his answer. Correct. The bitterness would be the berries I found and added to it later. Pleasant, is it not? Father Richard nodded. Quite so. What's it do? Sarah shook her head. Nothing more than relax you when your body has the lingering aches of an illness. Father Richard leaned closer to the bowl and sniffed again. A soft tingle crawled up his nose. Is that all it does? Sarah gave a nod, then motioned to the small crowd with her thin finger. That woman prayed for cures to her ailments and found it here, after a fortnight of searching for answers. This bowl I've prepared was taught to me by the native, Maliakit, who says the Great Spirit supplied her. Perhaps God sent me to help those who pray for answers to sickness. Father Richard reached for the wooden cross around his neck. After a moment, he chuckled. (laughs) Sounds like a well-used answer, Sarah. But... They do say our Lord works in mysterious ways. Perhaps you've given me something to think about. Thank you, Sarah. I will not take any more of your time. Father Richard bowed his head as he gave a gesture of the cross with his right hand. Sarah waved farewell, then made her way into her little home. Father Richard took his leave, returning to the small crowd, with Stephen being the first to greet him. Well... What did she say? Nothing but foul lies and twisted words, I bet. Father Richard shrugged. He passed a glance over everyone standing before him. His hands fumbled within themselves. It's... It's as I suggested. The young woman you all saw me speak to said she had been taught some of the natural remedies by our neighbors, the Red Man. She only wishes to use them to help our small settlement... Stephen turned to the others, then back at Father Richard. And you're telling us the young woman said all this? Father Richard gave several nods. She says our dear friend Molly Ockett 
taught her to be specific. Now, what more proof do you all need? Father Richard took a moment to let the silence spread across the crowd. When no one responded, he stepped around Stephen and back into his small wooden church. Many of the townsfolk disappeared, unable to look Father Richard in the eye. The small dozen or so that remained flocked to Stephen. What should we do now? Stephen looked to those around him. Fear widened in their eyes as they whispered to one another about their opinions of Father Richard's words. Stephen clenched his fists. I have an idea. I mean it. I have an idea. Slowly, the crowd turned to Stephen. One of the older men approached him. And just what is it you got planned, lad? Stephen's gaze followed the direction Father Richard walked down toward his church. He lifted his gaze up the wooden spire to its bell. Grab pieces of wood, tools, and torches, and breathe not a word of this to Father Richard. Another voice emerged from the crowd. And just why not? Stephen pointed towards the door of the church. Did you not see it? Clearly he has been bewitched. Father Richard cannot be trusted. A woman approached Stephen, silencing him. Her fingers tugged at the edge of her apron. What, what would you have us do after we brought you what you need? Stephen turned toward his home. Meet me at my farm. Tonight we do the Lord's work. One by one, the townsfolk took to their homes. They grabbed pitchforks, torches, and broken pieces of wood. Those without much grabbed bundles of twigs and branches. Once ready, they all showed up at Stephen's home. Shadows reflected in the amber light of glowing torches. Stephen rose his own bundle of wood as he rallied the crowd. We must do this if we wish to cure Father Richard of his hex! and to prevent it from ever happening to any of us again. A small cheer rolled through the throng of people. Stephen guided the small group down the dirt trail and past the church. Every home they walked by seemed to encourage others to join them. By the time they reached Sarah's home, Father Richard had emerged from the church. What's going on over there? Stephen! Stephen, is that you? Stephen pointed to Father Richard. Stop right there, Father. You have been hexed. We are saving you. Father Richard stepped forward, but was stopped by an extended arm. He found several more people standing around him, between he and Stephen. Hexed? I am not hexed! Stephen, what's going on here? Stephen dropped his bundle of sticks and pointed to Father Richard. Keep him away from Sarah's home. Stephen took a torch from a nearby follower. Father Richard cringed as he watched Stephen approach Sarah's home. His attempt to reach out for Stephen ended up in several members of his own church stopping him. Stephen! Enough of this! Stephen looked up at Father Richard, keeping his torch hovering over a small corner of Sarah's home. 
She is a witch and must be killed for her relations to the devil, Father Richard. Everyone board her doors and windows! Stephen lowered his torch to Sarah's home. As the flame closed in, a strong gust blew out the fire. Stephen pulled the torch away to better examine it, but stopped in time to watch its flame return. Stephen lowered his torch a second time. Again, a strong wind dimmed the torch's illumination. A failed third attempt caused another man's voice to erupt from the crowd. She protects her home with black magic! Burn it! Burn it down! Without warning, torches were thrown overhead. Bundles of branches were lit and placed at the foot of Sarah's door. Smoke filled the area. A strong wind picked up, hushing most of the flames. Father Richard thrashed about, but failed to break free from his captors. Stop! She is a healer! A daughter of God! At the peak of Father Richard's words, the wind died out, as did the fire. A chill clung to everyone who stood outside of Sarah's home. Sarah's home erupted into a ball of fire. The sudden conflagration knocked everyone down. Flames danced into the night, darkening the sky. A woman's silhouette formed from within the inferno. I know not how you discovered me, but you shall not be my demise. A strong wind emerged, putting out the entire fire engulfing Sarah's home. A frail old woman remained. Pale skin clung to the visible bones of her frame. The woman hovered over the ashes of her home. Wind blew beneath her feet. She let out a shriek before flying off into the surrounding forest. Everyone looked around at one another, then back at the hole in the ground where Sarah's home used to be. Father Richard's words broke the silence. Where is the young girl I spoke to earlier? Is she all right? Stephen offered Father Richard a hand as he spoke. Who is this young woman you keep speaking of, Father? That old hag was the one you spoke to. Do you not remember? And that was The Legend of the Shelburne Witch. If you enjoyed this tale, join me later this week when I upload the Local Legends Uncovered episode where I dive deep into this myth separating fact from fiction. I find out just who moved into Shelburne in 1692, what the locals thought of this person, and if there in fact was a witch burning. If you're looking for more creepy local legends, you can find them on my podcast. Just go to anywhere you can download them and type in local legends. You can also find me on Instagram at locallegendsne and on Facebook. So, follow me for next week's episode, The Legend of Stark Cemetery Spectre. And thank you for listening to Local Legends New England. Be safe as you go searching for your own spooks and ghouls. Good night, my friends. <laughs>